Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Racconi. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Good uh, morning. Here we are. We had a great uh, discussion yesterday. We'll, we'll pick up a little bit from that. But uh, we're talking about the covenant. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, he says, I'll bless you to make you a blessing. I'll bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And trying to unpack all that. Um, we've gone through, obviously, the promises of God and We've been walking through the conditions on our responsibility end of it. Mm-hmm. And part of it, if you look at it really simple, uh, and we kind of talked about this yesterday because you, your question came up of, um, well, fundamentally, um, you said, you know, you're, you know, we're saying to God, uh, my life's going to be blessed to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. And of course, our perspective on that as we evaluate that is that, well, um, I would not define my life as being blessed. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't seem like that's true per se. Um, and then, by the way, uh, I thought, and I've read verses that you say certain things, and you're faithful to those things, but it doesn't seem happening to me. Right. I'm not experiencing Or um, I've, I've been working this, um, and I've been processing, and I have, I have learned to hear a promise Mm-hmm. Um, and I received it, but it hasn't happened, or the circumstances are actually going worse. And it seems like it not only is that not going to happen, but other things are just more complicated and difficult. Right. And does it, any of this really, is this really true? I mean, the fundamental question, mm-hmm. is this really true? Right. Because either it is or it isn't, by the way. Um, if it's not really true, then in essence... Uh, the conclusion is, so then why bother with any of it? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I got a ticket to heaven. I believe Jesus is my Lord and Savior. He died for me. Yep, I got that. But I guess I'd have to wait till I get to heaven to enjoy it. Um, and by the way, Paul describes this in Romans. Um, and mm-hmm. he goes, you know, six and seven and eight. And seven is a whole discussion of um, I try to do good things and I can't. I try, right. I try to stop doing things that I'm not supposed to, and I don't. And I can't. And yeah. I can't. <laughs> and he says, I, I understand. And he says, if anybody there is, I have a heart to completely follow God 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have a problem with motivation. God's Paul speaking. Right. He says, the issue is I find a, a truth mm-hmm. that I have a problem. And the problem is called the sin nature. Mm-hmm. And the sin nature is um, what Adam and Eve did is they disobeyed. Right. And they said, I will. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, they died and they brought really about. Really going to pride and self. Yeah, and yeah. brought about the sin nature. And now everybody's got that problem. Mm-hmm. And the sin nature doesn't get any better. Right. And that's why I said daily you have to do what? Surrender. D- deny self. Yeah. Put it to death. Come follow me. Um, when? No, well, now. And so the, the key is the whole thing is to recognize, okay, we got a problem. Paul says, by the way, um, who could save me from this mm-hmm. awful situation that I can't get there? 
Right. Um, if you would, if the answer would have been nothing, which is kind of where most Christians go, mm-hmm. he actually would have stopped writing and said, "Good luck, everybody. I'll see you in heaven." Um, he said, "Well, thank goodness, it's this Holy Spirit, it's Christ Jesus. It's it's changing how we view things." Mm-hmm. And the key is have a heart to surrender, be led by the Holy Spirit, put your mind on that when, all the time, mm-hmm. and you can't make a permanent decision. Um, and if you do, then he, then he goes into Romans 8, particularly verse 28, mm-hmm. I'll make all things work together for good. Okay, what things? The stuff of life mm-hmm. that is problematic. And in the right. world, in world, you're going to have and trouble. there's plenty of those things. <laughs> you're going to have trouble, including the stupid mistakes you've made by walking away from mm-hmm. me. So when you look at the requirement, which is what we tried to get to yesterday about, well, how do we handle this? Mm-hmm. Uh, God said, actually, there's really just one requirement. Yeah. And that is, you've got to come be with me. Yeah. It's okay. And for many of us, that requires a turning around, a repentance, right. and coming back to be with them. Right. And yeah. I'm going I'm to abide in the word. I'm going to abide with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to process with you. And he says, bring it all, bring all your tough stuff, mm-hmm. including I don't understand this, how come, why not? Uh, he said, that's okay, but <laughs> he says, in order for me to fulfill it and answer you and guide you now on the path, remember the path, it's a path, not a destination, mm-hmm. you got to be with me. And there's right. no other way. So when all the things we've talked about of the requirements of waiting and uh, going to trust uh, and uh, learning to surrender and all of these things are all geared about I'll show you those things if you have a heart to come with me right and and you've got to come with me I can't fulfill the promise if you don't come with me mm-hmm. and that's why the promise even when you hear a promise it's it's uh, it's not uh, guaranteed it, it's potential, it potential but not guaranteed why well mm-hmm. because the fulfillment of it is and just think of it in real simple ways. Uh, here I am today, and I'm on a path. The fulfillment mm-hmm. is down path. Right. Uh, now, interesting enough, it's not a straight path. Yeah. Uh, there's forks in the road, and I'm going to have to either turn right or turn left, and then be on God's path because He knows the answer. Right. Turn right here. Turn left. Stop a second. That means I need to be asking and communicating and in intimacy with him to be able to hear his voice on what to do with those structures. Yeah. So he says the fulfillment yeah. is down that path. Mm-hmm. And in a simple way, God says, I got to get you from here to there. Because mm-hmm. that's where it's going to happen. The fulfillment. Right. And, and he says, I can't even fully explain it all to you. Because what we see mm-hmm. is my path. He says, while, that, while you're seeing your path, I'm working hundreds of paths right. that come together at that point that have to occur for you to have the fulfillment of your promise mm-hmm. that I've been working all these things uh, amazingly together that I can't even explain to you because mm-hmm. you wouldn't even understand it. But know that it's complicated and it's very dimensional. And it's not just a single thing that I'm working with you. I'm working all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I got to get you from here to there. And then it will be fulfilled. 
Um, so he says, all I need is your heart as to what? Let's go. Mm -hmm. And trust me, I'm going to get you there. And, be, and by the way, and, and we, we keep talking about this, is that God says there's two questions uh, that you really don't have the privilege to ask me. And number one is, when's it going to happen? Because mm -hmm. uh, we want to know. Mm -hmm. And by the way, our when is what? Tomorrow. Right. I want this to happen as fast as possible, so make it happen. Uh, and two, as he said, don't ask me the how. Because my how is supernatural. Right. And I can't naturally explain it to you. Now, so can I ask you a question on that? Yeah. So you're saying, you know, we don't really ask the when or the how. Yet I do believe there's precedent for being specific in the asking and then him saying, you know, sometimes saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to give you some very specific answer. And then other times saying, that's not for you to know yet. Well, um, uh, it's, it's not a matter of uh, you tell me when and you tell me how. So not a demand. He, he says you but don't sometimes he, there is a questioning where, where we can ask him for more information and he may decide to give us. Well, it's, it's, it, goes the other, it goes the other direction. Uh, it's what do you have to say about this? Right. Um, now I might show I might show you something, mm -hmm. uh, including now think about when you're getting closer to the fulfillment of it. Right. Well, there's going to be a when. Right. And he could say now, like I'll give you an example. Uh, the Amaya uh, was come and it was told him, uh, "How's it going?" Mm -hmm. And they say it's awful. Uh, we're in complete distress still. Uh, by the way, he was already he was born outside of Israel, but he cared about right. it because he was he was being you know uh, uh, cared about it being a Jew as homeland, mm -hmm. and it and struck it broke it, it, it struck him the state it was in, huh? Because uh, he'd been studying and, and believing and understanding mm -hmm. the covenant, right? You're going to bless us to make us a blessing, and it struck him kind of like what what your friend did yesterday was, well, how come it's not happening? Mm -hmm. Uh, and God says, that's a good question. Let's you and I take some time. Mm -hmm. um, so um, he starts to process, and it says he starts praying in the month of December. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, what do you got to say about that? And what he says, God says to him, is I want to send you. And of course, Nehemiah says, well, that ain't going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have the right to just leave. I'm, I work for the king, and the king's going to have to let me go. And I can't just ask the king to let me go because he, 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 he's the one that orchestrates my life. How's that going to work? Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll, show you. I'll show you what that looks like. Um, I'm going to give you understanding about that. Uh, uh, let me go deeper into, okay, well, if I do go, uh, how's that going to work? Because mm -hmm. if I go, I, need, I know there's two things I need. I need material, right. and I need safety. Right. Because if I go, so if I go right, if I if I go right now, yeah. I'm gonna get whacked along the way because that's dangerous. Mm -hmm. uh, good question, son. Let me speak to that. You know, and he, yeah. he processes. Okay, now four months later, April says April. Um, he's been understanding, praying, receiving, having uh, steps. Mm -hmm. uh, now he didn't. He didn't say. Well, you tell me exactly how right. you're going to do that. He says, Nehemiah, don't even bother asking me that because what mm -hmm. I'm about ready to do is supernatural 
just trust me, right. I'm, I'm going to do it. So don't worry about that. And just stay with me. Stay yeah. with me. Um, when is this going to happen? I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just stay with me. Process through. Okay, he literally woke up one day. And God said, today. Mm. The when did come about. But it's, right. at, it's when God says so. Okay, this is it. Right. And, and remember, we go through a discussion of asking knock. Mm-hmm. Knocking becomes the when. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's ready. I'm down the path. I'm down the sun this process. I think this is it. I think I'm supposed to be hired by this company, or we're gonna we're gonna make a contract on this house. I'm gonna knock. Is this it? Is today the day? Is is right. is now the time? Yes. Or didn't know. Not quite. But it's not like mm-hmm. okay. You got to tell me what day it is. No. Right. I'll get you there at the right moment. There will be a win, and it'll be now. Here mm-hmm. we go. And that's what he said in Nehemiah. Okay, today's the day, and you can read it. Okay, I got it. And he says, Father, I still don't know how you're doing this. <laughs> but I believe you're doing it. <laughs> but would you give me whatever you're up to? Mm-hmm. And we know the king's going to have to be the one to do this. Give me favor with the king. Mm-hmm. And I know today's the day. I'm going in today. Mm-hmm. The when is now. But I didn't four months ago tell me, well, exactly when's that going to happen? Right. Um, right. No, nope, don't ask me that. I'll let you know when at the right moment mm-hmm. of the, okay, now what? Now here's a step. And, and what you're saying is that um, it's not about I need to know. It's rather what do you have to say? Right. And there's moments where, okay. Which let there's me, a difference in a heart posture there more than anything. Yeah, it's a heart posture, yeah. uh, and it's related to um, uh, mostly it's uh, confirm the promise mm-hmm. and then give me enough understanding of the steps that you're asking me to take. And so with mm-hmm. Nehemiah, for example, it was, well, we gotta, we got to get you material. we got to get you safety. Uh, when you go there, I'm going to show you the first thing you need to do. Mm-hmm. And he had all that cleared up over that four-month period. And it was, well, tell me more about that. Well, how is that going to work? What do you want me to do? What's my role? What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And he gets clarity about that. And it was just a simple step-by-step-by-step. And he stayed with it until it became clear. And then when it became clear, he didn't say, okay, I'm ready. Didn't say mm-hmm. that. I'm understanding that God's the one that told him today's the day. Right. Okay, get ready, son. All, all that we've been processing through toward mm-hmm. the fulfillment of this promise, today's the day. It's going to happen. Um, and, and so the privilege we have is, is uh, we don't have the right to ask how or when. How Some of the how will be revealed. Some of the, the when ultimately is going to be revealed because it has to happen. Right. And it's like, okay, this is it. Um, so it, the timing starts to come together of you'll see the result or the, or the mm-hmm. result's going to be when you take that step, you're going to have the result happen for you. Um, and you'll know it and you'll know it, you'll know it. And, that, and that's a beautiful way of living with God is uh, that we just start to enjoy the walk into the promise step by step by step and, mm-hmm. and use your inner circle to, to stay with it. Uh, and the key is the whole time, what we tried to talk about yesterday was, um, well, 
you got to be with me. <laughs> right, right. God says, you're going to have to be. And I give you the privilege. I open the, the, open the veil, and there's no other condition. You mm-hmm. can even come in with a crummy heart. <laughs> with sin in your life. I don't, it's okay. If you come in, mm-hmm. I'll, start to, I'll start to show you the way. And, and you've right. you got to have a heart to follow. Right. Otherwise, you walk right back out and say, well, I'm not doing that. I'm going to do my own thing. And God said, okay. I'll let you. Mm-hmm. Um, let you wander around for forty years if that's what you want to do. If I was you, I'd go with me because I can lead you to the best, you know. And so, as we talk about this uh, uh, process, we've talked about sowing and reaping, which is mm-hmm. which is an important piece of this. That um, and, and when you think of sowing, um, it's not limited to just financial, because mm-hmm. we think, well, okay, I'll sow money, I'll give money. And that'll be it. He said, no, it's way, way bigger than that. It's sowing uh, truth and, and things that I'm asking you to be part of, knowing that the, uh, the reaping, mm-hmm. the harvest, is going to take some time here. Right. And you got to trust me in the process. So I'm going to ask you to sow that seed or sow this thing where it doesn't even look like anything's happening. Mm-hmm. It's, and that can be even sowing, you know, years of prayer into something. Sowing years of prayer yeah. or faithfulness or uh, something that I'm asking you to do, the result will be will come. Mm-hmm. Um, and that as you're sowing, it's because you, first of all, believe that I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Mm-hmm. And that um, my role for you at this moment is to do some sowing without a immediate result. Basically, think mm-hmm. of it that way. I'm, I'm asking you to do something. Trust me with this. Trust me, you're doing, you're yeah. planting something mm-hmm. important, but the harvest is gonna be a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and so get get into that, but you'll see it. And when you see it, you're like, hey, this this is cool. So we talked about, uh, you know, Second Corinthians 9, which did talk about uh, sowing your, your tithe, mm-hmm. but it was broader than that in sowing as God so leads. So go to Galatians 6, 7 to 10. Uh, read that one, Galatians 6, 7 to 10. All right, Galatians 6, 7 to 10 says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap correct corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Okay. Uh, so a lot packed in there. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, verse 7, you know, says, uh, don't mock God. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, first of all, what does that mean? To mock God, what would what would that look like if I mock God? Um, I, I think of like making fun of, yeah, making making a fool of, making this. making fun of by saying, "Well, yeah, you look like that, or you mm-hmm. or you appear that way, but it's not really that way. Right. Uh, it's not it's not really true. Uh, in other words, you're making something that is true mm-hmm. and saying it's not true. Uh, right. Uh, so he said, "Don't mock God." He says, no, "Let me help you understand something." Whatever you sow, you what? You reap. Well, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so whatever you sow, you'll reap. He said, therefore, I mean, think about the simplicity of that. If I was you, 
mm-hmm. and you believe that, what would that, what would I have you do? So, right? Why? It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's something. There's a benefit to that. There's a harvest to that, and therefore, I don't need to say, "Well, you show me the you show me the reaping first. Right. See, that's the where we get flipped. Well, you show me the reaping, and then I'll sow." Mm-hmm. He said, "No, uh, you're testing me. You're actually mocking me." Uh, what I want you to do is just understand that that truth is so. If you mm-hmm. sow it, it will you'll reap it. Absolutely 100% right. all the time, every time. Trust me. So therefore, if you believe that, what will you do? Well, then you'll sow. Okay, he says, he says right. now, now here's the key. Verse 8. Um, what do you sow to? What does it say right. there? Don't sow to what? Well, if you don't sow to the flesh, yeah. instead sow to the spirit. Sow to the spirit. Um, if you sow to the flesh, you reap corruption. Mm-hmm. If you sow to the spirit, everlasting life. Right. Okay, now. Which just in, on the most basic principle makes sense. I, you know I'm a horrible, horrible gardener. We all, we've talked about that before. I have a, a horrendous brown thumb. <laughs> Yet. I can indeed grow tomatoes. That's like the only thing I can grow. So I have a few tomato plants outside. But, you know, when you think about that sowing and reaping, I can plant all those tomato plants and water them. And I'm still waiting because, you know, we're in New Hampshire. I have, you know, my harvest yesterday was four tiny little tomatoes. That was it. And my sister in Florida is bringing in, you know, baskets fulls of stuff. But I had my four tiny little tomatoes I brought in. Nonetheless, because I sowed, tomatoes that's what i planted i am not going to get cucumbers nor am i going to get her mangoes that she's getting or her bananas that she's getting or any of these things because i did not sow them yeah and so the principle is just such a basic perfect example of you know if you are sowing to the flesh if you're being ruled by the flesh and governed by the flesh and that is what you're sowing into that is what you're going to reap yeah not the things of the spirit and the abundant life. right right so that um he said, uh, you get everlasting life. And remember, Christ defines everlasting life mm-hmm. in John 17, 3. It's knowing the Father and knowing the mm-hmm. Son. And the word there is intimate experience with the fulfillment of the covenant of what God has right. to say. I'll experience it. In the here and now. In the here and now. If I sow yeah. to the Spirit, I experience the experience of God fulfilling mm-hmm. the covenant in my life. And I need to sow to what? The spirit. Okay. Uh, versus the flesh. He said if you mm-hmm. if you sow the flesh, you don't experience that. Right. And you're actually corrupt, and it's all confusing to you, and the promises aren't being fulfilled. Okay, mm-hmm. so now we, we talked uh, last couple of days about um, uh, going to God, particularly yeah. when things don't make sense. Okay, now think about that. How would you sow to the spirit? What does that mean, sow to the spirit? Um, asking him what he has to say yeah. and then going with with what he's saying believing that also asking him further for if there's steps you know whatever that looks like but it is relying on him and yeah. staying with him as he as he produces the the fruit right because um, without faith it's impossible to please him mm-hmm. faith comes from here and here from the word so when you say so to the spirit it's really I have to have the word Mm-hmm. planted in me right and I'm gonna sow to that by what I'm gonna pursue that mm-hmm. and have him plant his spiritual truth his word his promise his understanding mm-hmm. his wisdom into me 
as opposed to I'm going and figuring it out myself. Right. So there's no sowing of spirit, it's all flesh. Right. He said, so and which again, direction are you, know, you going to go? When you talk yep. about sowing the flesh, you just look at that, you know, if I'm sowing to the flesh, I am literally doing what I can do naturally. Right. So what I'm going to reap is what my results will be in the natural. Right. Right. Versus it, sowing to the spirit and you're you're working in the supernatural at that point and the results will be the supernatural. Right. And as we as we discussed uh, about Hebrews is that uh, don't forsake the gathering together, which is what mm-hmm. it says here. It says um, uh, do that together yeah. uh, and do good. And doing good isn't what we determine to be good. It's rather mm-hmm. what do you have to say? I'm going to follow right. you and you are going to have me encourage other people. You are going to have other mm-hmm. people come and encourage me. Uh, you're going to give me an assignment of what it is I'm supposed to take the next step with. And that's what it, that's what means doing good, mm-hmm. particularly to the household of faith, that you're gonna involve me with building up the body mm-hmm. uh, as part of the center circle. So he says, so to that, and how do you do that? Well, let's all let's go together mm-hmm. and uh, let's clarify what do we hear God saying? What do we understand is the step? What's the promise? What are the steps? Do I believe it? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to sow to that what? To that process mm-hmm. of walking, being led by the Spirit, not the flesh. If right. I do, I'll receive the promises. And that's why he says, you got to understand this. Which direction are you going? If you sow to the Spirit, these promises are going to be are going to happen. If right. you don't, it's corruption and, you, and I can't deliver it to you. Uh, right. So sow to that. Okay, then he... He clarifies one more thing as we look at wisdom. Uh, go to James 3, 13 uh, to 18. James 3, and he talks about this, how do we sow wisdom in, into our life of, of God's truth. James 3, 13 to 18. He who is, wi- or who is wise and understanding among you, let him show by good contact that his works are done, by good conduct, that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Okay. Uh, so he's saying that the uh, righteousness is living. Remember, are we righteous? No. We're only righteous where? Through Jesus. Through Christ, mm-hmm. where he places his righteousness over us, mm-hmm. which is why we got to you know, put to death the self, I'm going to come with you. The privilege I get to come with you is because your righteousness covers me. Mm-hmm. And that's why, by the way, when you march into the throne room, it doesn't say go be go get everything perfect. Right. It's your righteousness is available because you've come in mm-hmm. and I've covered you because why? You you have my life in you. And that's the only, right. only reason. And if that's you, the only reason you have access to the throne he room. He says, so how do you sow that? Um, he says the fruit of righteousness in this verse is the wisdom from God. Mm. Uh, what do you need wisdom for? 
all the stuff of all life. All kinds of stuff, yeah. The trouble, the decisions, the complications, the conflicts, the things that aren't working. Um, I need wisdom. Mm-hmm. He said, well, so wisdom. How? Mm-hmm. He says, those that sow, sow righteousness, the fruit of righteousness is sown by what? You being in peace. Mm-hmm and experiencing pursuing peace, which is the word there is shalom, favor. Mm-hmm. Um, experiencing the favor of God, which is the wisdom of God. And it's not of the world. The world's wisdom is impure and confusing. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's gonna lead you to make stupid decisions, uh, envy and all that stuff. He said, but if you seek it from God uh, directly and sow it and think again, what are you sowing? Father, I'd like to hear what you have to say. I'm going to receive mm-hmm. it. I'm going to sow that into my heart. That's why he says, sow to the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to pursue, pursue, pursue wisdom. And I know I'll reap the fruit of that because your wisdom leads me to the fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, why don't I do that? Because uh, it's absolute. You will reap what you sow. Sow to the Spirit. Sow to wisdom. Sow, sow in shalom. It's all about process of mm-hmm. are you either going to be with me and let me plant in you these things along the way that, by the way, give you encouragement. So like the example you have of somebody that's discouraged is, well, what do they really need? I need some shalom planted mm-hmm. in my, sp- my spirit um, while I'm walking down the path to experience the fruit of the right. fulfillment of your promise. Uh, he said, well, how do you do that? Well, stay in shalom. And so does Shalom. And what we can do for each other, and, and you can do for me and I can do for you, is let's go together. I'm going to bring you my Shalom, because I'm with mm-hmm. God. And we're going to sow wisdom and, and spiritual truth into your soul, because you'll know that you know that you know the answer to God's situation. Right. Uh, so it's really, it's really pretty cool. So that's why sowing and reaping is um, look at it as a process Mm-hmm. of keep planting, keep planting, keep planting. The fruit's coming, and we'll get the wisdom, we'll get the insight, and even by itself, like your friend, well, if she mm-hmm. if she got a piece of wisdom, guess what? That's fruit that yeah. encourages her. Like, oh, Absolutely. oh okay, Absolutely. now, okay, great. I'm mm-hmm. on the path, let's go, I, I got it now. I'm not gonna stay discouraged. I see that you're giving me the fruit of that right now. How cool mm-hmm. is this? And we and we recognize it. Is that I just had a situation with a lady who said, yeah, "I'm getting nothing." Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, well, "Okay, tell me where, <laughs> tell me what scripture you've been in." And uh, she shares, <laughs> and I said, uh, "Did you read it?" <laughs> well, yeah, but no, I'll read it again. And she read it. I said, "Do you, do you see what the you actually?" got exactly what God needed you to understand. And this is the beginning of a path mm. to you got it. He's saying, come down this path and I'm gonna fulfill what, I, what I've been telling you. Mm-hmm. And you, you said you got nothing, you got it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, oh. I was looking for the final answer. Right. And he was just telling me the starting point. And again, even that example shows that beauty of community yeah. and how God uses community to help us process. Because sometimes we don't see in our limited view 
um, all that God is actually saying until we share it with other people. So right. we need to be vulnerable and authentic in what's going on um, so that we can come together and hear more clearly. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, hey, did you see that? Yep. Okay, yeah. now go to God, process what is he saying about that, and then we'll, we'll keep going. But um, now that you see something, mm-hmm. it's not the final answer. It's just the step. Right. Now take right. that step and go into the throne room and start processing. Mm-hmm. Help me understand this. Uh, what does he have to say about this? And then, by the way, just that alone lifted her from discouragement to, oh, right. God did have something. To, what cool is this? You know, and that's and that's how it works. So and so, I'm going to highlight real quick, just because we've talking about the sowing and reaping thing too. In that very example, so you know, you get a scripture and she hears something. You do have a choice. You can just throw that. You can take that seed. And you can throw it and, oh, got it. Okay, let's go. And then you see what happens with it. Or you can sow that seed right. and really, again, abide on it and continue processing with God and allow him to work it into the soil in a deep spot, in a healthy way, where it's watered, where it's refreshed, where it's nourished, where it has ground and good soil to grow. And so even when we get that word, um, the sowing the sowing process takes more than just getting it. Yes. It is a process exactly right all right well we'll pick it up again uh actually next week on this but uh this is uh, really fun to really get into the depth of this and make it yeah. make it applicable to everybody so that these verses aren't yeah that's interesting but no it's right. really cool of god mm-hmm. saying no sow and reap and here's here's what i need you to understand about sowing and as we get this it'll have a heart to stay with him and let him mm-hmm. you know, develop the fruit of it, which is really what we want. So, Father, we thank you for that privilege. Uh, may we learn that uh, whatever we sow, we're gonna reap. And you're saying, well, sow to the spirit, not to the flesh, to uh, let me show, sow in uh, peace my wisdom uh, as you stay there and receive it and live it out, because the fruit of that will be the fulfillment of what I have to say. So may we understand that and stay with it and uh, get our get our inner circle together and walk together for each other to learn and to receive. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next time. Yep. See you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.